Hello, and welcome to New Perspectives. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. And we are here today to look at some age-old problems in new ways so that we can be freed up to shine light and ignite change in a world that is ready for you to do just that. Today we're going to be taking a look at the problem of being stuck. Stuck in that way of life, stuck in that pattern, stuck in that job, that relationship. Whatever it is that we feel weighed down, we feel stagnant, and that we just can't move forward, we're going to be looking at that age-old problem of being stuck today and hopefully offering some new perspectives that can help you move forward to shine light and ignite change. So what does it look like? How do you know you're stuck? What are some signs in your life that you've become stuck? Mm. Uh, so I think the first thing that I uh, realize when I become stuck is I keep trying the same thing mm. over and over to solve the same problem. <laughs> I know that's kind of like counterintuitive to almost what we're talking about right now, but uh, like when I literally am at that point where I'm like bashing my head against the wall, like this should work, this should move me forward, this should get me to the next step, and everything says it should work, and then I, it just doesn't, it doesn't work out. But I keep doing it over and over again. I don't know, do you have any times like where you just like keep doing the same thing over and over again and it doesn't work? Well, I actually was on a run yesterday with my friend Meg, and I'm not supposed to be talking a ton, so she and I, <laughs> she and I listened to like a guided meditation while we were running. I know it sounds kind of weird, but it was awesome. And this guy at, um, the, we were running a 6K at 4K, so we were just over the halfway mark. And at the 4K mark, this guy's leading us through a guided meditation, and he says, you can always do more. It just might not be more of the same. Mm. So as soon as you said that, I was like, I actually had this like spiritual moment yesterday where I felt like, you know, God literally said to me on a run, like, you can always do more when you're stuck, but it's not going to be more of the same. And so I think that I, I literally like in that run was at the 4K mark was like, I don't know if I can keep running this pace. And he was literally like, so slow it down a little bit yeah. for the next 2K. Um, you may not be able to run 6, 10, 15K every single week so throw in some strength instead you can always work out you can always do more but it may not be more running it may not be more of whatever the same thing you keep trying to do is so um i don't know i, I offered that too early yeah i think <laughs> after you, you get to the the point where you realize you keep doing the same thing and are expecting something Things different to ha mm -hmm. happen in your life um, for me, I, I think when we, when we hear the word stuck, like I think I'm stuck in the mud or stuck in some quicksand. Mm. Um, and I want to go, keep going in the same direction. Like if I can just run a little faster or push a little harder, put the gas down, drop it into four wheel drive, mm -hmm. like I'm going to get across whatever is stuck right now. And I think so often in my own life, it's not even that. So recognizing I keep trying the same thing, it's not working. Going harder isn't going to work either. Yeah. And I think we actually, the first step to really getting unstuck in my own life has been to actually put it in reverse for a mm. second. So the first step, or the second step then, is to actually go in the opposite direction to an extent, or maybe at least veer off course a little bit. Um, and that actually is how we move and get traction to go in the right direction. And, um, I, I think back a few years ago in my own life, uh, there was a time where I was like just hitting a wall after wall and sort of my job like even in a pastor role like it's just it can be like any other job there's like promotions there's certain like board qualifications that you have to get and I like was just hitting like and it was just like oh my goodness like what in the world is going on like this is where I feel called to be this is where 
And it really took me that time to take a step back and realize that that God hadn't changed who I was, Mm -hmm. that God had still called me to this work and God was still going to see me through. And so taking that step back, I was, because I was so focused at the time, like, why did this happen? Why did this happen? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't move forward when I was stuck, like, just like walking into that wall every day, every Mm -hmm. day. But when I took the step back, I began to trust and move in a different direction to kind of have that traction and move forward. That's so good that so often we think more, you can do more means like go further, harder, Mm -hmm. forward. And it just may not be more the same. Like you can do more. It just may be going in the backwards Mm -hmm. direction at that time or, you know, a different speed or a different, even a different way. Um, Yeah. That's, that's super helpful. So one way is like, you feel like you, that you know that you're stuck as you keep hitting a wall, 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 Mm. wall, wall, wall. What's another um, sort of sign that you're stuck? Another sign you're stuck. Uh, I think if you find yourself doing it alone, mm. also, mm-hmm. you might be stuck. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's where I even, like, if I'm hitting my, like, my head against a wall because it won't move it budge at all, if there's no one else there to help me push the wall mm-hmm. even a little bit, um, and so when I try to attempt something on my own, I feel like um, it's, I'm going to lead to being stuck, even if it's not like a monumental stuckness of like my entire life, um, but just whether it's something simple at work or even with the kids, like when you're around and I'm like, they're driving me nuts. I like can't move forward. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to have you around to, to help balance that out. That's super helpful. So one way that you know you're stuck is you keep hitting wall after wall after wall. The second is you feel alone, like mm. there's no one else around to, to help you. Is there any other way that you know you're stuck in your life? Any other signs that you're stuck? Um, I think those really are the two for me. Yeah, for me, I think I recognize that I'm stuck um, when I begin to, I, I can like literally feel it in my stomach and my heart. Like, it's just this like uncomfortable, like not this, oh, I'm, like operating beyond my comfort zone because there's this strength that comes with that but this stuck like something's not right right now like I literally like feel it in my body mm-hmm. um I don't know I don't know how how to explain it and that's why I was thankful for hearing that meditation while I was running and moving my body um that there's some way that I feel it like sort of deep in my body like my body lets me know something's just not right mm-hmm. right now um I, I think I feel that sometimes. yeah so how do you how do you separate that from just like fear of doing something new though? Um, I, I loved your you're alone mm. because it, when I have the courage to do something new, it's because there are other people around me cheering me on. Like other people really do recognize what you're good at, and I, I I've recognized that with what I feel like God said is trust is traction. Like when you're stuck, you've got to trust God, the people around you and who God's called you to be. That's like exactly what we just basically said. Um, the opposite of, of being unstuck is uh, hitting a wall, being alone, not knowing who God's called you to be mm-hmm. or your purpose in the world. And so I feel like you're, when I want to do something new, even if it's scary and fearful, there are people around me who are like, yes, you're called to do that. I'll cheer you on. But when I'm sort of going at it alone, it may not be who God's called me to be. And it, it may be because I'm, I'm sort of stuck or wanting it to be my way in that moment. Mm-hmm. Is that helpful? Yeah. You know? So I think we've, we've now hit like at least three things that 
to kind of identify when you're stuck that you just keep hitting your head against the wall doing the same thing and expecting some different results, um, that you're um, doing it alone, and then that listening to those, um, that kind of intuition, that voice with inside of you that's like, this isn't right, that there's some kind of disconcertingness feeling that you're having. So how do you then begin to approach a new perspective on, the, on being unstuck? How do you get your feet out of the mud and get moving? I remember this time when I was <laughs> in high school and my mom asked me to put mulch out in our backyard and I was trying to do it my own way. Like I didn't want to have to like, you know, carry the mulch all over. We lived in the country, so it was this big, huge yard. So I attached a trailer to our riding lawnmower <laughs> um, because I didn't want to have, like, I, you had to think of like how to solve this without like using all of your energy to haul mulch all over the yard. So I attached this trailer to this lawnmower and I was gonna like drive the mulch to the places. And we had this bank at the back of the, um, at the back of the house, there's like the, these two hills kind of meet and there's like a ditch in the middle. And um, my mom always told me like, go around that ditch when you're like, you know, you have something hooked up. And I went like straight in anyway, cause I knew better, right? I, I was 16, I, I knew what I was doing. So I like took this lawnmower and this trailer like straight down the bank and then it was gonna go back <laughs> back up the bank. And as I went back up the bank, the trailer and the lawnmower like jackknifed and it flipped the lawnmower over backwards, like literally flipped it over backwards. Um, and that's, I mean, that was literally the only way out <laughs> of this mess was to flip the lawnmower over backwards. Um, and I say, I say that story because um, I have to laugh or cry um, because there is always this moment when you're stuck where I feel like God invites you to literally like flip your life over backwards, upside down. There's this moment where what we're rooted in and grounded in, what we found our identity and our purpose in, in the world will no longer feed us, will no longer be the way out of our stuckness, will no longer help us to the other side. And there is literally these moments in life where we are flipped over backwards and upside down and we are forced to live life mm. differently. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, my whole family, like that's the funny story that we always tell about Erica. Hey, remember that time you flipped the lawnmower over? Not sideways, but backwards, like upside down and backwards. Um, and I just wish in that moment at 16 years old, I knew how many times God would put me in a situation where God clearly said, go around this way. I went through my own way and God flipped my life over backwards. But then when I like let go and accepted that and, and fell literally into the arms of God, God would like move me forward in some way that only could be described by God's grace. Mm. So I think my way of being unstuck is flip over backwards and upside down. Yeah, I, I think my favorite part of that story <laughs> is uh, that you knew better. Like mm -hmm. all of the best wisdom said, don't do it. Um, but you knew better. I think we all do this, right? We, we all know better. Um, and I think that's where we end up in, you know, the knee deep mud and we can't move forward mm -hmm. um, because we knew that that was the way to go and we get so stubborn and so that we then, I mean, that's, I think in some ways when we, we say you're alone, 
it's almost a lot of times it's because yeah. we've we've forced ourselves to that spot um, to yeah. to create that that <laughs> yeah. But it's so scary to like like I was literally like hanging on to the steering wheel and I felt it like the lawnmower go up in the air and like started to get backwards. I was like, oh my gosh, get it. And my brother's like, get off the lawnmower. You're like going to die. Um, and I like hopped off and all is well in the world. But there is this moment where you're literally like hanging upside uh -huh. down in life. Like, isn't that true for our lives so yeah. often that we just run into this moment and we're literally like hanging upside down. Yeah. Um, what, like what? Yeah. Get off the low more. Like that's the time where your decision hasn't worked anymore. Get off like mm -hmm. now. And I, I think there's even those moments in my life I, I can think back now where I, I've held on to the, mm -hmm. the proverbial lawnmower now here. <laughs> um, and you've gone with it backwards. And now you're like, you're literally having to pick yourself up, like mm -hmm. push that back off of you, roll out from under it. Um, so at least in midair in that situation, you were able to, to to realize this was not the right path <laughs> to go down, and let's let's get unstuck very quickly now. Um, but I think the, I think we in life we end up with that lawnmower on top of us mm -hmm. um, and figuring out what's next too. And so when you get that spot, like, what do you, how do you get a, how do you get a lawnmower off of you? There is this moment when you're like literally hanging in the balance, yeah. where your only way out is to trust. Mm -hmm. Your only way out is to trust, trust God. I trusted my brother would come and save my life and he did. And, and this moment where you trust who you are, like I'm worthy enough to not lose my life flipping this lawnmower over backwards to prove the world wrong and myself right. Um, I'm, I'm worthy enough to be this kind of person, get off the lawnmower, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so I think I, I really, I, I said it earlier, trust is traction. Trust God and who God, like, that God's going to catch yeah. you in these moments. Um, trust other people around you. Tell them, like, I'm stuck and I'm struggling and I don't know what to do next. Yeah. Trust the people around you. And I think the last thing is, is just really trust who God's called you to be. Um, did my mom and my brother and my sister and everybody standing in the yard watching me do it my own way, did they think I, like, wasn't smart at that moment? Yes. But... What they said didn't matter in that moment. It was like, yeah, it was who God wanted me to be, and I needed to get off the lawnmower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I think I, for me, the the hardest thing that you just said is to tell other people that mm -hmm. I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if it's that I'm just like embarrassed to to ask for help, or like it feels like this is my problem. I need to figure it out. Um, but for whatever reason, like even the traction. To, to take that first step of getting unstuck with just acknowledging that's a problem and sharing it with somebody, like, like that in and of itself is its own, like, <laughs> stuckness to it. Yeah. Last night, I met with a group of 15 women from our church, um, and it's been a long 15 or 16 months for everybody who was sitting in this circle yeah. that night, and I, I watched us create a space somehow where we knew that our secrets wouldn't be shared beyond that circle, where we trusted each other because we've tried to trust everything else. We've trusted our jobs to give us value. We've trusted our spouses to give us value. We've trusted our medicine to help us get over sort of the depression and anxiety. All those things are good things that mm -hmm. we should be trusting. But there was this moment where we needed something more. We needed a community where we could be honest and vulnerable. Hey, we're stuck and things aren't going good and I'm not sure what needs to happen next. And, and I, 
there wasn't this like monumental, powerful, phenomenal moment where we were all like magically unstuck, but there was this sense to which we weren't alone mm-hmm. in our stuckness. And, and that I think was the first step. It was, it was literally holy, magical, joyful in the midst of some really hard stuff. We figured out how to surround each other, provide comfort and love and, and trust God and trust each other with some really hard stuff. And it really allowed us this opportunity to be unstuck. And if you don't have a group of 10 or 12 people who are surrounding you who you can be really honest with, you're probably gonna live the rest of your life um, stuck. I'm not saying it's easy, but we, you just have to find that place and that courage to do that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think at its best that um, Christian community should be that, mm-hmm. that space to, to be honest, to admit where you're, you've been stuck, but then also have people that are coming alongside you to either pull you back a little bit or just to nudge you forward. Um, and so for me, I think that's the first time I ever tasted that kind of honesty when I was in high school. Um, and we had a very intentional small group and it was in that community that I learned who I was, but Mm -hmm. it took me being honest with what I didn't know about myself to be able to receive that back. And if you're Christian and you have a friend who's stuck, who's not Christian, like, I believe God's asking us to provide that kind of community around people. Like people are hungry for it. They're craving it. What if we can be those kinds of people, that kind of community for folks who don't yet know of the, the, that if you said trust God, they wouldn't even know like where to begin. Like, what does it look like to live that journey, that show that in like everything we do? I, I feel like it's it's just what God's asking those of us who follow Jesus to do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're they're it can feel cliched, and I I am hesitant to say it in some ways, but I really do think there um, there is a way that Christians can approach life that does give a sense of peace to other people that when someone else is struggling, that there really is, I mean, the New Testament talks about that, that fragrance of Christ, that aroma, mm. and um, that, that, that would permeate the world and how we do live and interact. And so I do think there really is something too that the way Christians live and they communicate with others, the way that they are able to offer peace and comfort when other people are stuck, that then transforms that person and, and invites them into a relationship with it's really how we become the hands and feet mm-hmm. of Jesus, which is what exactly what God asks us to be. Um, we literally like provide comfort mm-hmm. to somebody. We use our words and our actions to literally become the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, and those are powerful. I witnessed it last night. Those are powerful and healing and transformative moments in the lives of people. If you had to offer one sentence, for someone who is stuck. And if you could offer one way of offering a new perspective to someone who's stuck, what would you say? I think you only get a new perspective when you change where you are. And so, I mean, if, if you think you can get through that stuckness and just keep going forward, like, try it. But, I, but for me, it's, it's gonna take a new step back. It's a step back. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's really where you find the new perspective, where you're able to see other options you hadn't seen before, um, but if you're, if you're just looking at your feet that are stuck or the, the problem that's right in front of you that you can't figure out how to get around, um, then I, you're just going to keep being stuck, in my opinion. Um, so that, that's the one word is take a step back. Yeah, that's funny because my, my one way of looking um, 
having a new perspective in this age-old problem of being stuck is literally quit being so afraid of the backflip. Mm. Um, that for whatever reason, God's grace is going to catch yeah. you in it. Um, you don't deserve it. <laughs> you don't. It, you're not going to earn it. You're not going to promote yourself to it. You're not going to financially earn your way to it. There is just going to be this goodness of God that's going to catch you mm. when you backflip, and it is your only way yeah. unstuck sometimes. I love it. I love it. So, for those of you who are stuck, what does it look like to take a backflip <laughs> this week? <laughs> to trust that God's grace is going to catch you, to trust the people around you with what it is that you're struggling with, and to trust who it is that God created you to be. A person who is called, asked, mm. gifted, equipped to shine light and ignite change. See you next week on New Perspectives.